Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Light the Fight. And as always, we are brought to you by 1-800-CONTACTS. If you need contacts, go to 1-800-CONTACTS. And if you've seen their cool new commercials, have you seen their commercials lately? No. I've been seeing them like almost like, probably almost every commercial break, it seems like. Well, the only time I watch TV is for football. So at <laughs> least during the bowl game season, the commercials been on there. Got some cool hip commercials, you know, showing people open up their cool packages, 1-800-CONTACTS. But the reason why we love them is not just because they have great contacts, but because they're great people. They're a community sponsor, have been our community sponsor. So thanks to 1-800-CONTACTS. So get their contacts because they're great and they're great people packaging them and putting them together for you. So today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to take a list of some things that Jason has wrote down of topics that he was curious about, some things uh, just from past episodes, from his own experience talking with parents, and just things that he thought people would want to hear and know more about. So he's going to just flip through the phone, going to pick one <laughs> randomly. Um, I think before this, you're like, you want me to just pick one randomly? How about this? How about, no, no, don't tell me. I actually like random. If there's too much order in my life, it throws me off. My wife, she's the one that likes things structured and ordered. And that's why I have her pay the bills. Otherwise, <laughs> they, get, they may not get paid if I have them. She always makes fun of me. I say, you have money in your account. You don't pay the bills. I'm like, old habits from being poor and broke. Sometimes I'll just put like 10 debt. $10 of gas in my tank. So you can fill the whole thing up. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's just like those are just old habits, you know, just from my extra poor broke days. Now I'm just moderately broke. Now you're moderately broke. Yeah. I, Back I want, then I was really broke. I want, your, I want your listeners, viewers to think, imagine if you had the chance to sit here and ask him questions. I mean, like, to me it's awesome because I've been a fan and listening and, and being a part of this for a bit. So, you know, back to the. Back to the good old days. So I, I, I have a long list. Here's what we're going to shoot for. Let's try this. I have talked to so many parents, whether they're friends of ours that are you know, friends of our family or just peers that I run into across the country as I speak around, you know, with, with families, with children and stuff. We always come back to what do you do about allowance and chores for your kid when they're in their teenage years? Because, chores. Okay. yeah, because when they were little, it seemed like it was way more controlled. You could say, here's the chart. Here's what you get and go for it on a Saturday, let's say. Yeah. And just, you know, hey, you get, you get 25 cents for, you know, cleaning your room or whatever it was when they were little. Yeah. Now they're teenagers. Is there an allowance? Is there chores? Uh. Maybe they have a job. Maybe they, you know, they're obviously supposed to go to school. And so I'm just curious about that. I mean, is, is that enough of a, of a start to get you rolling? Yeah. So um, give me a specific question out of that. So specific question would be. Because I could talk about a can, lot of stuff. Right. Like that, yeah. Should, should my teenagers have specific chores in the family and should they receive a specific allowance? Uh, in our home. Well, okay. Let's take it from a family that's always given chores and allowances. 
Yeah, yeah. Because I think at a teenager, that's probably not when people would be starting that. No. So assuming that that was what they're doing. Let's say it fell yeah. apart for them over the years. Okay. So it was working good when they're younger, like you said. Yeah. They get to preteens. They start griping and moaning. They get to high school. They want the money but don't want to do the chores. Okay, that's it. That, that type of situation. So they're saying, hey, what's my yeah. chores? And the parents, like, starts coming up from smart alcohol remarks like, oh, really? So you want me to pay you just to say you're going to do them? That's not true. I do them. No, you don't. When's the last time you did? Well, I did it last week. No, you didn't. You didn't clean this up. Yes, they did, but they messed it up afterwards, and you didn't see it. And then a little tit for tat goes back and forth. This sounds like you know exactly what a lot of people have have had this discussion with, for sure. Well, one of my blanket statements that I use from severe mental health situations for parents that are dealing with real severe mental health situations from their children to just the typical disgruntled teenagers is do not try to make sense of nonsense. So do not get into arguments or debates about this topic. If your kids really want to earn money from doing something at the house, then you have to offer them a negotiation opportunity. I call it the parenting partnership. I have the parenting partnership agreement. If you go to our link tree on Instagram or just go to parenting partnership, what's the website? ptpartnership.com. Um, I think, what do we sell it for? 99 bucks, right? 99 bucks. Just, That's a game it, it's, changer. It, it's, it's the just breakdown detail of everything you need to know. There's like two and a half hours of like simple videos, four or five minute videos of like how to do it. And also a lot of foundational stuff that we've talked about on the podcast. Just a little side plug for that. But the reason why I'm talking about that is because in any sort of partnership, there has to be an agreement. In the agreement, there should be some negotiation. So parents that come to their kids, I'll tell you what, how about this? I'll give you this if you do this for me, mm-hmm. right? That is okay. Mm-hmm. That, that's not bad. Now, that, that's offering a little bit. But if a parent comes to their kids and say, tell you what, you want to make some money? Yeah. I want to give you some opportunity to make some money. However, in the past, I'm not going to blame you. I know there's lots of reasons, lots of excuses. I felt in the past that sometimes it didn't get done the way I wanted it to get done or you didn't do it as, con, you know, as often and you weren't consistent with it. And I felt like I was just kind of paying you for you to promise me you'd do it. Now, I'm not saying that you did that on purpose, but I think we just lacked the structure and maybe you didn't get any say in it. So I tell you what, I have an idea. I'm going to pick three things that I'd like you to do that if you did those things, I'd be willing to pay you some money for those things. If those are three things that you don't want to do, or let's say two of those things you want to do, but one of them, you have a better idea of something else that you'd like to do, um, then I'm, I'm open to negotiation about it. But if we can negotiate on three things, so I'm going to tell you what I want, and you tell me what you want, but you got to be willing to work with me a little bit. A little side note, time out. We have to teach our kids to negotiate. Yeah. This is a skill. So I'm less about whether they should have chores or not have chores, I'm more about, is this an opportunity for you to teach your kid and to get into a partnership and negotiation? Because if they're in a negotiation not willing to do anything you want them to do, and you're only giving them the most simple, basic things and paying them a lot of money for it, that's not negotiation. You're a doormat. And they're walking over it, scraping their snowshoes if you live in Utah. <laughs> or, you know, they're the great it, enabler. You're the mudroom, basically, <laughs> yeah. where they're just changing on stuff and keeping it going, right? Yeah. So I want you to have opportunities for partnerships. Well, allowance, chores, that's a great opportunity for partnership. 
But I wanted to make, I don't want you to demand of your kids. I want you to say, listen, but if it's not something you feel like doing, then that's fine. We don't have to do this. I, there are some things at the house, though, that you, you really need to do just to be, you know, just to work with us here at the house. Like, I need you to work out with. But if you're not willing to do those things, but you're only willing to do things that are paid for, that's not going to work for me. So I'll give you three things that you can earn money for, but only if you're willing to do this one or two things over here, like pick the kids up if you got a license, you know, drop them off in the morning. Like yeah. something that like run an errand for me. But parents got to also realize that what they're asking has to be like, it has to be pretty like reasonable. It can't be something that's like, right, <clears throat> I want you to babysit the kids every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Gosh, like that's a job, right? Yeah. So parents, it's got to be something like, all right, well, I want you to help me make uh, a meal one day a week. And on our weekly calendar, which by the way, you parents, if you want to do any of these things with your kids and it's going to be something that they follow through with, you have to be more structured than you've ever been before. Yeah. The structure equals the safety that this is going to work out. If you get lax on this and you get mad at your kids because they're not doing their part, it's probably because you're not doing your part. So when I do the parenting partnership agreement, I have parents run this for three weeks. After three weeks, then they reevaluate. Sometimes parents say, you know what? I love you. And I just don't think this is really motivating enough for you to get paid for it. So I don't want to be resentment. I don't have resentment towards you. Do you want us to fight and argue about this? Do you want us to get into it? I think it might be better if you just, you know, get a job and work for someone to earn that money. Well, I don't, I don't know any money. I don't know any jobs are hiring. I've tried to get jobs that's not. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that like, I'm not hiring right now either because <laughs> right. after three weeks of doing this seems to me like your expectation of what you want me to pay you is not what I think you deserve to be paid. The only way this works is if you give your kids some opportunities to fail. So step number one, do not set up an agreement negotiation with your kids expecting it to be a hundred percent the first three weeks. There's gotta be some wiggle room. There's gotta be some like, all right, let's just see how this works. That's why I always tell parents, pick three things, have your kids pick three things. And sometimes kids will be like, yeah, those are okay. Sometimes they'll go along with those three things. Sometimes they'll surprise you and come up with one or two things that you're like, I didn't think you'd be willing to do that. Right. I had one parent say, all right, well, you can do the laundry or your own laundry. You can help out with a dinner and you can do like, you know, your homework between this time and this time. The kid wanted to do the homework late at night. The parent said, if you do your homework between this time and this time and these other two things, that'll be your allowance. But you can do your homework whenever you want. You can only get paid for doing it if you do it in this time. It was a clever thing that this parent did. <laughs> so the kid goes, okay, I'll do it. And then after a week of doing it, the kid was like, oh, I don't like doing my homework at this time. So instead of the parent getting mad, they asked me. I go, why don't you ask them something that they could trade for? it?" So if you've ever leased an office or rented an apartment, and you want to get out of your contract soon enough. What do you have to find? Someone Another else. tenant. A new tenant. Someone yeah. else to fill that in. So I told the parent, why don't you have them come up with something that's equal or greater for them to fill it with? Yeah. To keep their allowance. Because they right. didn't want to give up the money. No. They just didn't want to do that because they go, oh, I think I, I jumped the gun. I thought I could commit to that for the money, but they're not falling through with it. They're still kind of doing their homework, just not want to do it then. So the kid... Parent tells the kid, why don't you come up with something? Kid says, okay, I will clean out the shed. And the parent's like, that's going to take you a month. <laughs> and they said, I will clean it out. I will spend one hour every week 
throughout the whole entire next six weeks, whatever, or until it's cleaned out. Parents are like, absolutely, I'll trade you that for it. Because that was a lot harder than just doing the homework from 3.30 yeah. to 5 or whatever it was. And the kid didn't actually mind cleaning out the shed. This kid was actually okay with manual labor. Interesting. But yeah. just didn't want to have to come home. Yeah. Wanted to play video games when he came home. Keep doing school after school. Yeah, he didn't want to keep on doing school after school. So <laughs> the parent was actually pleasantly surprised, but the parent would have never asked for that one because yeah. they thought that was too much. So if you get your kid involved with it, give it a few weeks to kind of iron it out. Now, with money, I always like to do a, here's how much you get paid for doing all three. Oh. If you only do two, then you only get paid this much. Okay. If you only do one, you get paid this much. And I had a parent ask me, well, that's not realistic in the real life and real world. If you know, if you don't do all of your job, you don't get paid. I said, well, not necessarily. So for example, if you tell your kid and I'm, I'm don't freak out on this number. I'm just using a random number. You get $20 for each chore each week, but $60 at the end of the week. Inflation. Okay? Ball. Yeah. Inflation time, right? Okay. Gas, you know, they got it right. Get around. <laughs> right. right. So, and I'm not suggesting those Man, numbers. I was not, your kid. not suggesting those numbers. <laughs> yeah. But let's say the kid has all these excuses at the end of the week. Well, I could only do these two, but the last one, uh, and they go X, Y, and Z and all these reasons. You just sit there and parent go, okay, I tell you what, I'll just pay you for the two you did. Well, but I need 60 bucks. She only did $40 worth of work. Mm. So if you make an agreement, say, here's the three things I want you to do, but I'm only going to pay you 10 bucks, 15 bucks, whatever it is. Or let's say one thing's really big. That's a $20 one, a $15 one, and a $10 one. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to do the easier ones. I think that's more of an independent living skill because there are some jobs that are going to pay a lot more money, yeah. but you may not want to do them because they could be really hard. <laughs> like right. for me, I tried construction because how much I was told it would pay. You did? But then I got this thing called splinters. <laughs> and I had to be there at like 6 a.m. Yeah. I'm not cut. I'm, I'm talking about feelings all day long for a living. <laughs> so I found out really quickly. That even though my cousin was making a lot of money doing it as a carpenter, I didn't want to do that hard at work. <laughs> right? So I had to make a choice. Yeah. Now, my cousin got to have a big TV screen, a surround sound, and pay for his own apartment, not have a roommate. I'd have three roommates, sit on a crappy furniture. You get, you get the point, right? Yeah. So I had to make that choice. There's nothing saying that your kids have to work hard, but there's also nothing saying that you can't pay them for just a little bit of work. You don't have to pay them for all the work. So there's a lot of ideas in that. Again, I suggest people go to the parenting awesome. partnership. But partnerships, negotiation, having, hey, let's do this for three weeks. At the end of three weeks, we can make some amendments, make some changes. But if you expect your kids, like a lot of parents get pissed off. My kid didn't do what they said, so now I'm going to take it personal. And now I don't want to work with them and I don't want to pay them. Well, not only are you not giving a good example what real-life independent skills are, you teach them what a bad boss sounds like. Mm. A bad boss is going to be like, you don't care about the company as much as I do. Well, no employee's going to care about the company as much as the boss does. But if you realize you got some lazy employees, well, then give them a job that's easy, but don't pay them a lot for it. And if they want more money, then say, oh, now you're open for negotiation. Okay, well, that shed out there's got to be cleaned up. The driveway's got to be shoveled. And by the way, an extra trick for all you parents that give cleaning chores when you're not around chores, they have to video record. Oh, legit. Video recording it with a timestamp. My favorite thing is video record it and also them video recording some sort of proof that that's the date and time. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Get a, a newspaper. <laughs> there's a lot of clever ways right. for kids to like cheat on that. Uh-huh. So just say, hey, video record, it's done, right? If dad was there and dad, what's today's date? Uh, I think the third. You heard mom, that's dad. And then boom, send the video. When parents mm-hmm. get videos from their kids from cleaning up this one family, clean up the home entertainment room. Well, there's six kids in the family. Mm-hmm. Mom comes home, it's dirty. The kid's freaking out. I clean it. And so they're now fighting. As soon as I gave him the video assignment, and then she just had to prove some way, send it to the mom. The mom was like, one, that was really cool that she did that, even though it was really simple. The kid had the proof, and the mom could be like, hey, see in the corner down there, I saw you shove a lot of stuff there. But because you videoed, you gave it a try, I'd like it cleaned a little bit better next time. Okay, that's being negotiable. Not freaking out over those little details. We have to teach our kids how to be hard workers. We have to teach them how to negotiate with us, and we can't do that when we're freaking out on them and we're expecting perfection the first time. Man, that's incredible. Here's the thing, man. I, I, I know we're short on time, so we got to be done, but when do you pay them, though? Do you do it like right when they've done the chore, or do you once do it a on a, once a week at a you family pay, night? You pay your kids once a week. You check their grades once a week. Ah. If you're a parent out there checking your grade multiple times a week, Good luck with your stress. Pay, paying for grades. Is that a thing? Um, some, some parents pay for grades, but I'm saying checking grades, just like paying for. I see what you mean. I, yeah. So, for example, weekends are usually the free times for kids. If, if you're dealing with a normal kid situation, they're, yeah. they're going to normal school. I like to go Friday from Friday, Friday to Friday. Okay. So on Friday. Because of the weekend that's coming. Exactly. Okay. On Friday, you know, you, or you, you tell them, say, listen, here, here's our agreement. Let's start our agreement on Friday. So on Friday, you know that until next Friday, you have this time to do the chores. So they're like, oh, freedom. Weekend. You want to give your kids freedom, <laughs> just enough freedom for them to F it up. Because <laughs> think about it as an adult. Right. You have the weekend to go screw up your life yeah. and then to be late to work and all those things. So we want to kind of make it very realistic. So it's like oh, on Friday. You know what your chores and assignments are. They have to be done by next Friday. I'm going to check your grades. If, if the grades are part of this, like if they, I, again, parenting partnership, I always tell parents they should allow their kids to have a certain amount of missing assignments every single week, but you check on that Friday. If they didn't turn in the assignments or the, or the teacher didn't do it, tough luck. Sometimes it works in your favor. Sometimes it works against you. Sometimes the teacher didn't put in the grades and you didn't do the homework. So you don't get in trouble. Sometimes they put in the grades and you didn't do the homework, you get in trouble, right? So sometimes it works for you, sometimes it works against you. But on that Friday, their freedom is determined for the weekend and their allowance is determined for the weekend. Man, you're teaching it just like it is in real life. You get paid on Friday. You get paid for all your money Saturday and Sunday. That's right. And have no money for the rest of the week coming back and begging your boss. And when your kids come back and beg you for an extra money, then you say, instead of saying, "What, what did you do with all your money? Which is what most of you guys will say. Okay. What did you do with all your money? Instead, you say, oh, sir, you're telling me you would like more work? Right. You use that as an opportunity to renegotiate. Beauty. Dude, that was so helpful. I asked him this question on the spot, and he answered with so many. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with the friends one. Oh, really? In the list from before. So (laughs) We'll have to do that another time. But just to wrap up real quick, parenting agreement, we we want that. We want, we want to make sure that we go through that. It's incredible. So that's PT, PT partnership. And you've also, you've checked it out yourself. Oh, it's amazing. You've gone through it. Yeah, it's a great, great, great thing. And 
I love the idea of uh, negotiating. I love the idea of the, you know, paying for the, for the three that they did. You know, I mean, mm. that's very cool. And uh, assuming they're going to fail, you know, I yeah. mean, that, that's built in so that they, they realize there's a place to improve, that, that if there is a failure, we're not going to freak out. And don't forget our promise to be the best parent we can possibly be. But, yeah. man, having mm. those systems in place to make sure that we're, like, following through, I think the follow-through is probably the hardest part. Yeah, how can you have better employees if you don't become a better boss? There you go. Right. Well done, man. And what after you train employees for a long time using that business model, you've invested so much time and effort into them. You can't just be firing them all the time. No. You got to retain them. So the best way to retain them is like, all right, they need more training. They need, you know, sometimes you need to down, like push them down a couple notches. Right. Well, you lost this opportunity, but you can earn it back in a couple weeks. Right. We're not going to pay you for work you didn't do. If you didn't show up to work, we don't pay you for that day. Right. However, we're not going to fire you either. And we're not going to be like, how come you spent your money poorly and you have to ask for an advance on your payment? Right? Don't give advances. Give more work for them. Well done. There you go. What a deal, man. We got to do this more. All right. Well, that's that's why you made that <laughs> list of uh, questions for us to answer. So, And if you have more questions or, or things you want him to, are, are we talking here? I'm talking here. Vettel here. Okay. If, if you have questions for David, I mean, how cool is this to just, Throw that at you. Yeah, throw some questions. I mean, I, every now and then I'll ask questions. I think lately we've been asking for more questions. So you can DM us. You can hit us up at, uh, is it contact at lightthefight.com? Support at lightthefight.com. So you can submit questions that way. You can submit questions through DMs. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll answer your questions. Uh, try to narrow them down because a lot of people like to tell me their whole situation, which is fine. <laughs> so tell me your whole situation. And then give the bottom line, just like, and so my question is. Yeah, like, give, I, me, give me some context because if there's context, I can be a little bit more direct because I can't give therapy, right? These are just suggestions, ideas. So some questions I'm like, I can't really weigh in on it because there wasn't enough context. And I can't be too specific because I can't give advice like that. My advice is more like suggestions. Great suggestion. Yeah. I can't wait to implement it and I can't wait to tell my friends. All right. Because we've had a lot of talks about it. All right. Well, as always, you guys, thanks for listening to hear us on the podcast. Thanks for following us. If you don't follow us, please follow us on Instagram, on YouTube. Those are two social medias that we're active on. And as always, thank you for helping us to like the fight. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 